The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. And now your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Everson Walls, Nate Newton, and Bill Jones. Oh, what a beautiful morning in Southern California. We're at the corner of Ventura and Vineyard in Oxnard, California. And it is day number two of padded practices here for your Dallas Cowboys. Bill Jones, along with the star of our show, Mickey Spagnola, and really now the star of our show, just arriving about 36 hours ago on that long drive west Nathaniel Newton is here. Hello, hey, Nate. I'm glad to be here, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Everson, I'm not taking your job. I'm just sitting in your seat, okay? <laughs> it's about time you got here. That's the way I look at it. Well, was anybody hitting? I saw a bunch of guys running around in their underwear. <laughs> you, you, you heard the head coach yesterday. He said that the real training camp, training camp really starts today, Thank Monday, you. right? And Nate and I, shows up. I said, well, why didn't you tell us that a week ago? We could, <laughs> my TV station could have saved a lot of money if we would have just shown up yesterday. See, Nate's the veteran here. Yes. He, he's smart. He knows exactly when to show up for camp. Hey, man, it was a great first day, too, fellas. I think it was. You liked it? Oh, it was a crisp, great first day. And I, I think Coach McCarthy did a great job and not only telling us as media that 10 padded practices. I think he got that over to his players because the tempo was great yesterday. And you're hesitant to say that any team has a crisp practice on the first day, right? Definitely. Definitely. You look for a lot of errors. And I, didn't, I didn't see the parts of practice I saw, I didn't see a lot of errors. It seemed like they kept the plays limited, a small number, so guys could really concentrate on what they needed to do and be physical. And it, and it turned out pretty good. Yeah, and I thought, you know, usually – when you have that first padded practice, the defense really dominates. Uh, I thought both sides did a nice job uh, out there. Um, defense got some pressure on the quarterback when they were blitzing um, and when Parsons was rushing. Uh, and then the offense made plays, made some uh, nice runs, uh, a couple deep passes. Uh, I thought Dak and CD were right on point. Um, most of the day so yeah I, I, I thought uh, overall for a first padded practice of training camp and as Nate said you only get 10 of them uh, I thought it was a really good day for him. I should also add we have producer supreme Chris Beam, Beam! as well. He gave me a, a thing too I want to say this he gave me some stuff and uh and I asked him how much it is. What did it cost for my earplugs and all of that? Uh-huh. And he said, "You can just keep them while you're out here in camp." Just you know, he won't while you're out back. here in camp. Yeah, he won't get that back. I am not back. getting them back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris, super producer. Did you know? Did you know this about producer supreme Chris Beam? What is that? He has got to be a world champion cornhole player. Yes, he is. Have you seen him play? He and yeah. Isaiah Stanback were out here last night. Yeah, uh huh. And they, they yelled at me from a distance, so I came over. I was like, I, I, I mean, you make 75% of your throws. Yeah. <laughs> He's amazing. So that's what I heard, the pounding when I had my windows uh-huh. open last yeah. night, all yeah. the way over there in it, building and, 19. And Stanback's not a bad player, 
But it was like every single time. I, I've, I watched him make how many how many uh, throws are in one round? Eight? Four. I mean, four. Yeah. And I saw two rounds. He made six out of eight. I mean, yeah. it was amazing. Like right the in the two hole. Went on the board, so. <laughs> on the fly or sliding in? It, it's just like he's got it down. Just let me know. Now we know that. what he does all day. Right? <laughs> I mean, the cornhole game is right around the corner right over here, and that's what he does all day. So he spent all off season doing that. Well, Sandak's been talking about getting me to play him, so we finally got got time to do it. So. And who won? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Six out of eight, well, anyway, I think he won. Pulling the we, curtain we didn't, back we didn't behind the scenes. score the last game because it was getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask him about that. All right, uh, so, Mickey, did you go on your bike ride this morning? Uh, stationary bike ride. Stationary bike. Because this starts at, like, 8 o'clock, so to take a Well, bike last ride. Tuesday you went on a bike ride, right? uh, or Wednesday. It was last we- Wednesday. Wednesday. first day we did the show. When I had a flat tire. And you had a flat tire. Yeah, well, yeah. that's probably going to factor that into the equ- workout equation, yeah. right? So yeah. I figured to do that I have to get up, like, at 530. Yeah. Nate, how was your drive out here? It was nice. I took off in uh, about 10 o'clock uh, Saturday and drove all the way to about 8 or 9 that evening. I got to Demons, Arizona, pulled over and, you know, got some sleep and then got up that morning at 5 and came on in just having fun, stopping. You know, I feel like my mom and dad or my grandfather, them when they used to stop and take 25 minutes just to gas up, walk around, and see the same type stuff over and over the little souvenirs in uh-huh. each little town. But it, it was great. I, I love it. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. It's just like I jumped on a plane and jumped off. And you're going to be out here for the rest of the time? All the way to the 18th. All right. All the way All to right. the 18th of uh, August. Okay. Oh, so you're going to have a break here when we go back when y'all to the leave, preseason game. Uh, where I'll probably going? go to Colorado, drive down to see Dion, and then come back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> What's wrong? No, just, 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 just go like, to Colorado. How long is the drive, dude? You don't Boulder. know his driving habits? Oh, I do. I <laughs> Wait, do. How, have you looked at it? How long it's is the drive from? Probably about eight, nine, maybe ten hours. And they're going through preseason training. Yeah, I got to see that. At least yeah. ten hours, right? Yeah, yeah. How's I mean, Dion but doing? He's doing all right? He's doing great. I spoke with him about a week ago after his second surgery. And uh, he's doing well. And uh, the doctor comes right to the office where he's at early in the morning, check him out. And. He's rehabbing, and uh, he had to go into both close, not all, you know, just right outside his groin into both thighs and go down and pull the clots out right in his uh, quad, lower quad. So he's doing fine, yes. Uh, yeah. He's doing great. Are you looking forward to going into the Big 12 next year? Yes, uh, he told me that about a month ago that he was going into the Big 12. And, uh, and, and I just kind of smiled. so I could break that story? Yeah, <laughs> well, the thing about it is uh, I, I don't like to be that one. You know, he, know. he he's like – don't break it, Nate. He, he said it kind of laughingly. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to take a chance. He said, you know, so I should have called you, though, and said, hey, Bill, I got some inside school. <laughs> and, Big 12 uh, is, the Big 12 is, is going to be a good, uh, I think, conference. Everybody's think. coming back. Yes. You By know. the way, Dennis Thurman is on his staff. At yes, Colorado. he is. He was, a, he was at Jackson State with him, too. Yeah. You I know how I know that? that? How did you know that? You ran into him? Because well, I knew that he was with him at Jackson State. Right. I didn't realize he's, he's gone with him to Colorado. Yes. But uh, I interviewed Stefan Gilmore yesterday and loved it. I mean, it was it was right. you know, he's a quiet guy. Stefan is a quiet guy, but yeah. 
if you get him, if if you hit his uh, hot buttons, you yeah. know, he'll he'll start talking. Right. Uh, and I went back and looked just at his history with Buffalo. You know, the guy that probably made as big an impact as anybody on Stephon Gilmore in his uh, career in the NFL was Dennis Thurman. Really? Yeah. Thurman was the defensive coordinator with the Bills in 2015 and 16. And Gil, that's Gilmore's third and fourth year in Buffalo. And he made the Pro Bowl in 16. And then he went to New England after that. And in 17, in New England, they go to the Super Bowl and lost to Philadelphia. In 18, they win the Super Bowl. In 19, Gilmore wins the NFL Defensive Player of the Year award. But he said that that Dennis Thurman was a guy that really um, – he learned a lot from him, and it, it, it really put him over the top in his career. You know, uh, Dennis is uh, coordinator, coordinator over – the information, I don't know what you call in college guys that gather the information, do the scout work, do the film work. I don't know what you call those mm-hmm. guys, but he's the coordinator. They got about six of those guys. He's the coordinator over all that. Like the quality yeah. control guys? Yeah, quality control guy okay. over, over the college. Um, Very nice. Scouting. So uh, he's big time. And uh, him and him, him and Dion are close because when Dion came home a couple of weeks ago after the first surgery, the guy that was in the office was Dennis. You know, we called him. We was talking to him. He was like, Dennis, what's up, man? He's like, hey, man, I'm just here trying to make sure everything is running right. And I got to look at these players they talking about to see how they how they fit. You know, I'm like, whoa, okay. And then I'm like, those are the guys I'm looking for. So I was telling Stefan all about Thurman's thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And so I gave him a history he lesson. He didn't know on about Cowboys. Thurman's well, thieves. He may have known Come about on. it, but I felt good being able to tell him again about it. <laughs> So, uh, and he can't wait to meet Everson too, Stefan. Well, he will. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He will meet Everson. <laughs> you also had your interview with Jerry. Yeah. Was yeah. that in the car wash yesterday? It, or, it was, or was on that Saturday. Especially for you. No, that was. Saturday. Oh, that was Saturday yeah. that I saw. That got Saturday posted. they ran Sunday night on all the stations. You know, uh, Jerry is amazing. Um, he. Okay, on just think of what he did on Saturday. Okay, he had the opening ceremonies out yes. here, and uh, that's when he kissed the Lombardi Trophy, and then they had practice. And after practice, I bet you, and even he was doing interviews on the field after the opening ceremonies. He was doing interviews with the NFL Network was out here. It was back together Saturday all, all across the uh, on the NFL Network, and then. On ESPN, he does something with Ed Werder over there. And then after practice, there were probably close to 10 TV stations that he did. My interview with him went eight minutes, uh, you know, five to eight minutes with 10 stations. And then he gets on a plane and so flies over to Vegas. So he did all that before he flew to yes. Vegas? And then he gets on a plane, flies to Vegas, and he's in the locker room before, uh, and uh, right before Errol Spence went out there. And so, and then got back. I guess at two o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time. So, who was who you thought was the tiredest at the end? Was it Jerry or Errol Spence? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew Nate was going there. <laughs> I didn't see the fight. But what Mick told me, I'm like, he should give his money back. From what Mick told me, boy, that was a that was a whipping. Yeah. So, so what I was, just saw it on Twitter. So what was That's the, all I had to see was I saw the knockdowns on Twitter. Oh man, yeah. they you, they had all three of them. That people just illegally or whatever. Good thing they them wa- out. they waived the three knockdown rule. Yeah, because it would have been over earlier. Uh, so what was the best thing Jerry told you? 
Oh. Or, or what was the most uh, important thing he told you? You know, um, there wasn't anything controversial like there was yesterday with uh, when he talked to the writers um, about Ring of Honor stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A couple coaches. I, deci- I decided not to uh, not to go down the, the trite Ring of Honor uh, road with him. Um, although it has been a long time since... Gil Brandt in 2018 was the last one right. to went to the Ring of Honor, and before that was Darren Woodson in 2015. So, so there's only been, been two in two in the last eight years, eight nine years, yeah. yeah. And even and then you go back further than that. There's been two in what 12, 13 years, right? So, um, you know, one thing that I've been struck by just uh, I like listening to uh, Sirius NFL Radio, and they've got a lot of former GMs and former head coaches on there, and to a man. Those guys all talk about the Cowboys and say that this they like this Cowboys roster. They love this Cowboys coaching staff. And uh, so my first question to him was, Jerry, I, I'm hearing former GMs and coaches around the league saying this is a Super Bowl roster. Do you agree? And, well, I like hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he's not going to go on record and say right. that he agrees. I mean, he's – but he's right. It, for, if yeah. you look at the roster, I mean, there's not many holes, obvious holes. They got to figure out the kicking deal. But other than that, you know, backup running back uh, or the running back. Well, to I pair, like what he told. Tell, tell him what they said the, about the, Ezekiel Elliott. The uh, the they there's a hole right there at uh, who's they're going to pair with Tony Pollard in the backfield because I you know I look at Deuce Vaughn as a guy that I mean we saw the burst yeah on that one yesterday but um but he he's more of a gadget guy you know to start off with especially in his NFL career at his size and I think he's going to make an impact his rookie season but you know, Ronald Jones now suspended the first couple of games for violation of the performance-enhancing drug policy. Who? And you got Ronald Jones, the running back. Did you check the waiver wire this morning? Oh, he, oh, I thought it was. I'm sorry. I thought he was on it. He's still. He's still here. Yeah. Yeah. That there. Uh, that don't work. I didn't work. have him on the roster anyway. Yeah. The final roster. Me either. Um, Rico Dowdle and Malik Davis. But so I asked Jerry. I said, uh, "Can you see a scenario where?" Because that day Zeke was was interviewing with uh, the Patriots. Right. Um, I said, can you see a scenario where Zeke could return to the Cowboys? And he said that, yes, as we get along into the season. He, he used the term that as we went along into the season, he, could, uh, he hasn't closed the door at all on that possibility. Uh, he, there, he brings a lot in many ways to any – NFL team and uh, said nothing but praise for him but uh, what he said was as we get on into the season that was what um, was kind of the, the the terms that he used that kind of couched it a little bit well when I listened to it when he said that I took it as maybe not in training camp yeah but as we move forward and in the mindset of Jerry going into the season means after they break camp right right exactly because you're starting to get into season mode then because the other thing that gets a misconception when they start talking big on some of these rookie free agents well they're not looking at it just solely as the 53 they're looking at it 16 guys in a practice squad 
and we got to find those guys. And a lot of times when he embellishes some of those guys, it's for the practice squad too. And there's a bunch of those guys that uh, they basically gave them guaranteed money, but the guarantee was to cover their practice squad salary for a year. So when they do that, then it's almost certain those guys are going to be on the practice squad. And we've talked about it throughout the offseason on Zeke. If you go back and look at Zeke's season last year, he was averaging 4.1, 4.2 yards a carry up until the Terrence Steele injury. And then the last five games of the season, he wasn't going anywhere in the running game. Tony Pollard wasn't going anywhere in the running game. The, the whole running game fell off at that point. They both averaged under three yards a carry the last five games of the regular season last year. Um, and um, I don't. When I look at this roster, beside mm-hmm. behind Tony Pollard, who had nine rushing touchdowns last year, I don't know where those other twelve rushing touchdowns are coming from that Zeke had last year. Yeah, and if you look at it, I, yeah, mean, I mean, if you're going to have the same kind of success in the red zone that you had last year, then you got to be able to run the football down there. I too. thought, I thought from the little bit that Malik Davis got to play, and it was only 38 carries for 161 yards and a touchdown. I thought he had a little something for a rookie free agent from Florida. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and then Rico Dowdle, we we just don't get to see him. He's been hurt and on the uh, I. Injured reserve on the walk off yesterday. He was the first name out of the coach's mouth that I'm. I really like what I'm seeing from Rico. Right. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, fellas, uh, you have to play these two guys, and I'm speaking only of two guys: Rico Dowdle and uh, Malik Davis. Right. Play them. Find out as much as you can of who they are. It's a lot of guys on my list. Who are these guys? Well, I believe that if we leave training camp and we're not satisfied with those two guys as the backup, I told Mickey as I was traveling, and you you didn't have time to call me back as I was traveling <laughs> 20 hours here to California. Uh, I wanted to let Mick know we have the running backs, Rico Dottle and Malik Davis. Now we have to play them during the preseason. And if either one of them get nicked to the point where you see they may miss any games, then Zeke is your guy. You call Zeke, say, get Zeke, here we here, here's $3 million. And uh, we'll give you this amount if you surpass these numbers. And that's the thing. And, we don't know yeah. how much, how much yes. Zeke is willing to play for. I, I'm going to tell you something. In today's NFL market, even Big Henry, if he get released, you will find out, right. and he will find out, that the market is not there. That's Dalvin Cook's finding that yeah. out right yeah. now. Yeah, so right now the going rate for an older gentleman that's a little season. And right 28 now, is old. Yeah, yeah. And it's three. <laughs> for a running back. Yeah. yeah, but who's averaged around 300 carries. Yeah. So now you you got you to gotta factor all of that in. You have another year, and you got to look at it from an old man point. You, you're building on your pension. <laughs> you just build it on your NFL pitch. You got to look at it from a different angle. And get Zeke back in here. If these two guys, because besides the, the, the Hunter guy, fullback, we, we set. We're set at every position except the offensive line. We are set. If these two guys don't give you what you need and, and you're not 100% sure, get Zeke. Bring him in here and let's roll. We don't need a new guy. We don't need a new guy because he's got to learn our system. Learn how he fits, and coach got to look at him and break him down. 
we know what these three guys are or these four guys are, depending on we have Zeke or not. And Zeke fits in this locker room, right? right? As yeah. a, you know, and I think he would come in, know his place. Right. I think he's smart enough to do that and, and just add that that locker room energy that he adds. Yes. Uh, you need a guy like that, right? Yes. You need a guy to break up the monotony uh, of football. You need a guy like Nate in the locker Kevin room. Kevin Golden. Right? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. had a bunch on of us. Right? 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 <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing about this, uh, you know, and, I, and I'll tell people, man, it's just I hate this feeling of uh, – and it's been a lot of years for me where I think we got a real chance to do something special this year. And I hate that feeling because it's been a long time See, and that's getting what, in this I, I feel the same way, and that's why I'm concerned. If something happens to Pollard, then what? At yes. Back, you know? And not that, yeah. not that Zeke is the same type running back that Pollard is by any means as far as his uh, home run threat or anything. Right. But a guy that has done it and is reliable – back there. All right, we're just getting started here on this edition of Mix Shots brought to you by Miller Lite. And we haven't even looked at any of Mickey's long list on his legal pad when we come back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. 
Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, or go to capepostcompany.com. Oh. Very that? nicely done yeah. there, Mickey. And, and, uh, and we just put this together off air. <laughs> Him and, the, and uh, our supreme producer, Chris See, Bean. Normally, wow. Mickey's got some reads that are that are written out for him, and you just did that off the top of your head. That was amazing. I kind of scratched it out. Oh, okay. Like back in the old, old day with the dudes, you say you did it off the top of your dome. <laughs> top of your dome. <laughs> back in the old, old days. I don't know what they say these days. <laughs> Um, all right, we were talking about Zeke and uh, the market out there for him. The other thing that the Cowboys are going, and we're all NFL teams right now, is you're getting through training camp and you, you've kept money aside in case of injury. And so that's the other thing the Cowboys have to factor into this is let's get to the end of camp. I mean, you've got people that are dropping in other camps without any contact. You know, they just take a snap from center and Joe Burrow goes down. And um, – so you don't know where the next injury is going to come from. And uh, they've got a short list of guys at every position group in the league that they would call upon uh, at that, probably at that veteran minimum salary. Right. And, and, and what everybody needs to understand is there is a salary cap, right, when we talk about bringing in somebody or whatever. And if a guy goes on IR, he gets paid. And now you got to bring in somebody else to take his spot, and that guy's got to get paid. Uh, so sometimes, you know, I know what the Cowboys like to do. When they go into a season, they want to have 10 to $12 million of cap space to operate through the entire season. you got to pay your practice squad. you got to pay guys that are on IR. If they get uh, injured and they're done for the season, if they give them an injury settlement, you got to pay those guys. Uh, so you have operating costs that you have to have money in reserve. And you, uh, go and you also have to have, just in case you have a clean year, if you need that one guy. Right. right. Yeah, so you got. Like, like they tried last year yes. with T.Y. Hilton, yes. right? Yes, we got that one guy, and you got to be able to pay him a satisfactory deal because a lot of guys do say, I'm going to sit home. And if it don't come, it don't come. But if it do, you know, they'll they'll take it. I mean, And that might and be Zeke this yeah. year. And I don't want just any guy coming to this team. I, I, I think uh, – Coach Johnson has made me kind of this way. If you don't, if if I bring you in here and my guys don't feel you and we don't feel you, we got to have enough room to get rid of you. You know what I'm saying? Now it's a cap and you can't do that now, but that's how we used to do it back in the day. We, you know, we want the right type of guy because this team is poised to do something special. Because guys that have sweat equity, yes, right, they they they're, they're maybe more reliable than yes. bringing in. A carpet bagger, right? He's going to come <laughs> come in for for you know four games, three games. He hadn't gone through all the hard work with everybody. Yeah, I right, make you run through your uh, little my list, list right there. here. Yeah, and yesterday. So Sam yesterday, Williams goes down. Sam Williams goes down. Uh, got a shoulder strain. Uh, I was told they didn't think it was that serious. So uh, we'll see where that one goes. Dorrance Armstrong was out with a hamstring. Uh, he was working on the side. Uh, with the with the trainer, so those were kind of the two uh, new ones. Obviously, um, they've had the, the the previous injuries with Donovan Wilson. I saw 
Israel Mukwamu was out doing a little bit yesterday, so maybe his isn't as serious. Uh, and then Jordan Lewis, and then Jordan on Lewis pop still on pop, and Schoonmaker uh, is yeah. on non-football injury. So, what about Trayvon? Because Trayvon was uh, he ran on the field he, in uniform. He did individual, and then uh, and by I the end of practice, was a, he was in street clothes on the side. Yeah, but he did his work with the trainers, uh, and after the individual, so he's got a a, a bruised toe. Uh, somebody said he heard it try and carry all that $21 million signing bonus to oh, the wow. bank. <laughs> uh, somebody had to take a shot, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't think he's serious. I know there was some conflicting reports. Mike McCarthy said, yeah, he should be out. You know, he'll get back into doing something in practice Monday or Tuesday. And, and that's basically what has happened. Right. And, and so I'm, I'm taking that maybe what they're, the way they're dealing with Trayvon and here's what Mickey's getting at is on Saturday, McCarthy at his press conference or in the walk-off said that uh, he was asked uh, when Trayvon might get back out there. And he said early next week, mm. meaning Monday or Tuesday. Well, he was out there on Monday doing individual stuff. Not, uh, not 30 minutes later, we're asking Jerry as he came off the field after the opening ceremony saying, when do you expect Trayvon back? And he said, Probably when, it might be, could be when we get back to Dallas, and so that was a span of anywhere between two days and 22 days. Well, it turns out, yeah, he is back on the practice field two days later. What Mike said at the, in the after the press conference, but it might not be until we get back to Dallas before he's doing everything, unless he has a set. Yeah, but and and I'm watching him do that stuff. <laughs> He he looks he looked pretty. But they, they're going to take it sl- slow with him, right? And the same thing, yeah. the same thing with Terrence Steele and Tony Pollard coming back from their surgeries. Uh, Mike said they would be limited in Monday's padded practice. Well, both of them were out there in team. They had the pads, and out. they might have not done as many reps as they normally would have. But Pollard looked really good running the ball. Steele was doing a nice job uh, at right tackle. And then when he wasn't out there, uh, Willetsko was getting those reps, and that yes, he helps was. him out because he they're looking right now for a backup offensive tackle. Now, I think if it ends up being a long-term deal, your backup offensive tackle uh, most likely is Tyler Smith, and then you figure out the guard spot. But right now they would like to have a game-day guy ready to go, and Willetsko had missed all that time. Uh, last year uh, on injured reserve, and they're giving him a good chance, and you need a backup guard, and they're giving Josh Ball a chance uh, at that. So, uh, you know, somebody somebody remarked to me that they were watching the second team offensive line, and I don't know how closely you got the chance to watch it, but they felt like this was the most depth maybe the Cowboys have on the offensive line than they had in a while. Well, they got the, the Ricky Richards. He ran a lot when they did the pressure drill, the passing drill. He ran a lot with the first team and the second team. And they like Richards, fifth round pick. And they like T.J. Bass too. He's been getting a lot of snaps. And Hoffman at center at the right guard position. Right. Uh, You know, Forniak. I think he's just solid backup center. But the the thing that's amazing about about all of this is I watched Coach uh, Mike Solari work these guys and. he had their full attention. You know, he 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 commands respect. It's it's, it's a different type deal here. Uh, 
I don't agree 100% with you, Mick. Uh, I think the left side is what it is, and, and Tyron and, and Smith, let, let that play out. And even if a guy get injured, uh, you got to pick between Indaga, Idaga and, um, and his wet Lesko. Well, let's go. Yeah. But I was meaning, like, yeah. if something happened to Tyron, okay. then I'm putting Tyler back at tackle. No, no. You don't think so? No. Let's, let, let's find us a swing tackle between uh, Indaga and, uh, and Walesco. Let's yeah, let, I'm worried uh, about Indaga. We can be worried, but this is where the preseason games are truly meant for these guys. You, you, you have to find out who these guys are. I mean, and it's good to have the best five out there, but you still have to find out who these guys these guys are. Oh, I'm okay when, finding when, out. When 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 the butcher, the president, all world Martin come back, it's gonna settle this offensive line down, and then uh, still, still is gonna be okay. I just got, you gotta have faith. The only person we worry about is is Tyron, and we can kind of control what he does out here in practice. But when the game started, it is what it is. But you don't, I don't like moving two guys to make for one. Just move a guy to left tackle that can play left tackle. You went out and got these guys. You got to trust in the process. Well, we'll find out yeah, in, in, uh, in uh, training camp and in those preseason games. That's why they're not going to play Tyron Smith that much in preseason. Uh, right? Not at all. I, no, I wouldn't right play him at, 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 not so at all. So you're going to get a chance to see right. somebody there. See what they can do. See, the thing with Adaga, his contract was similar to Ronald Jones. It was a one-year veteran exception. Okay. And that tells me if that's all they're paying him, they're not convinced that he is the guy to sink their teeth into if something happens. So he's got to prove something. That's what I'm saying, and that's what it is. Right. uh, my, my, My deal is this right here. What hurt us in the long run, in the bigger games, are the games that count the most, the playoff games or your division games, because our division is the be- one of the best in the game. The East is one of the best in the game from paper, looking at paper. You can't afford to come into third place and hope you get in the playoffs. you got to be in first or second place in our division to make sure you get, you get a spot in this thing. And our offensive line has to be solid. Our offensive line has to be on point. And if you got a lot of moving around in there, you look at the strength of all our teams that we in our division, and every one of them has one thing that's consistent: a defensive line. All right, uh, we, you, well, just let me ask one more thing. Okay, go you ahead. mentioned Solari, <laughs> yes, and you had him for a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, right? but he was we a came young in coach together. Then. Yeah, yeah, we came. He came in as a coach, uh, special teams, and our offensive line assistant, and I was a rookie, a first year guy, brother, and uh, he he was a note taking dude. And uh, over the years, you see every coach that he's touched, he's got a little bit of their stuff in it. And uh, but he's a hard uh, working guy. He's a guy that's easy to get along with. But he's not going to take any stuff when it comes time to work to make this team better. And and when Zach Martin in the off season was asked about what his impression was of Solari, uh, he said he brings a lot of energy into the room. And I yeah. think that's a good quality for the offensive line. And when we come back here on Mixed Shots, brought to you by Miller Lite, I'm going to ask Nate about Zach Martin. Yes. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. 
The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe Dallas Cowboys football, Nate Newton? Tell us how you spice up the game for a chance to be named the 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win exclusive prizes plus a trip to the Super Bowl 58. Nominate yourself or another today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. So you said that was Captain uh, Martin. What did you say? Morgan. Oh, Martin. Oh, I thought you said Martin. <laughs> Captain Martin. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Captain Martin. Uh, speaking of the captain. Uh, the president. Um, what Jerry tell how you? Much, wait, how much? Wait, what, what did Jerry tell you about him? Same thing he told everybody else about it, his <laughs> contract. I, I think I asked him, uh, how does this thing get resolved? Right. And, of course, he didn't answer that. Really. Well, I think he said, well, it doesn't need to be yeah, resolved. Yeah, but that's what he said. It, yeah. it doesn't need to be resolved. He just needs to come back to camp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but his point is they've got Parsons to pay. They've got – uh, well, they just paid Diggs. C.D. Lamb. Lamb. to pay. They've Steel got, next year. Yeah, Terrence Steele and Dak and whoever is yeah. coming up here. And, and that was his point. He wasn't saying they can't give Martin any money because of solely Micah Parsons. If he we, meant everybody down the line. They got all these guys that they got to take care of. If we redid 
if we redid all our long-term contracts because of the market shifts, uh, we wouldn't have a team, basically. That'd be like Nate walking into Jimmy and said, yeah, I need more money. I did do that. And? And he said, son, you're lucky to have a job. <laughs> Please close the door when you leave out. <laughs> All right, so and on, make sure no one else comes in with right, the same right. BS, right? So for yeah. Zach Martin, how many, uh, how how late can it go for him to be ready to play in the season opener? All the way, uh, uh, all the way up into the week of the game, because he need to prepare to play the game. <laughs> That's all yeah. he needs uh, so, to prepare to play uh, for the game. The, the butcher's going to do. They call him the butcher. I call him the president. Uh, but Zach Martin is, uh, he's a beast. Uh, he's going to have some rust because, and I'm more worried about the rust between him, the center, uh, Biotish, and um, and, and Terrence Steele, or may, whoever may be playing that right tackle, because he's the glue to this whole offensive line. He, I mean, all the way out to your left tackle. He is the glue. He is the guy. When things go wrong, his calmness settles everything down. Hey, you know, and one of the things they talked about in the offseason was with this uh, McCarthy taking over the offense, they were changing up some of the protections. Yes. And remember, he didn't get a chance to work in the OTAs uh, or the mini camp because supposedly – he was rehabbing a soft tissue injury. Well, this might have been the start of him balking at yes. his contract. Uh, so if he doesn't get all this work, I think it's not his ability, but it's coordinating. The language with, may hurt him, yeah. And coordinating with the other guys. Yeah. And the, he right, make the language coming from Dak. You can get the language from Coach Solari because they're, they're probably talking and keeping him abreast. Right. But the language coming from Dak. May, may be a little bit different how quick he get a play and how you know the rush the time on the clock and you know how you can say hey da 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 and you, you know what he means you know but you can't da 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 with a guy been out of camp you know okay so for both of you who uh, caught your eye yesterday um immediately the hookup between Dak and CD doesn't look like they've uh, missed a step but what I really liked seeing was the energy and the ability to get open with Cavante Turpin as a wide receiver. We know he's kind of the return guy right now. They said they were going to get him into this offense. Well, when he's got opportunities, especially in these padded practice, he made two or three really nice catches, and he was getting open. So uh, he, that caught me eye uh, immediately. That and... The ability to hit deep balls, not just Dak, but Cooper Rush, too, connecting with Michael Gallup, who beat uh, Stefan Gilmore down the field. And then Dak, I don't know that he can overthrow uh, Brandon Cooks on a deep ball. Uh, just the whole practice itself. I, I, I just, from coach uh, translating from 10 padded practices to the field and enthusiasm that guys had just to be out on the field. Uh, I like how they open it. I wish they would open up with the uh, combo runs at the beginning of practice. Once they straight, I want to go straight to combo runs because we had to wait too long to watch uh, Mozzie, uh, Smith, and all of these guys play and get and get into some physical stuff. And uh, that, that was very impressive. The first play took off to the left side, and uh, – it broke. I mean, uh, now Tyron didn't get a great block, but he held it enough where the running back just shot through that pile of shot through there for a touchdown. Uh, but I did see 
a young 58 Mozzie uh, do what he's supposed to do one time when he jammed up the, the guard, uh, Smith, and, uh, and Tyron couldn't get off, and it just let 14 just run free and make a big play for a big hit. And uh, that stuff like that is you looking at this kid because he is eating up bodies. And I saw him do that a couple of times. So that really jumped at him when Mozzie ate up enough blocks so them linebackers can run free. I love Mozzie. I mean, you got to do a lot to move him. Man, you can just look at him. I mean, you can tell how strong he oh, is yeah. without him even moving a muscle. And he um, ain't he ain't uh he ain't sloppy fat, man. He ain't no, he, no. he ain't fat Albert. He ain't hey hey hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I looked at him at man, man, it kind of made me it's you know a lot of times when I look at players, and I'm not saying what this kid is going to be during the season, but if you look at, if I look at a player, and I'm 61 now, if I look at a player and he kind of make the hackles grow up on the back of the neck, that means uh, he, I think he may got a little something in him that, that make me want to get after him. You know what I'm saying? If you, you talk have, to him, do you have somebody? Well, uh, I was just going to say this about Mozzie. If you have somebody that um, – He's got the pers- he's got a, he's got some mica in his personality. He's got a confidence about him, and yeah, uh, that normally uh, come with Michigan guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a genuineness yeah. about him. Yeah. Where he, I mean, when you talk to him, he's he's real when he's when he talks to you. You know, uh, and he's so you saying the, the other. Sixty guys are not real. Just <laughs> no, only him no. and Parsons. Just, he's got, wow, that's he, stuff. Big. What are you? And, doing? By, and by the way, <laughs> Parsons. He, he didn't take no prisoners yesterday either. Yeah. His pass rush, they were having trouble blocking. Oh, man. And I'm sitting there going, well, I don't know about these tackles. And I'm thinking, no, it's Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I had to check myself the same way. Right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I saw him flinch a calf muscle and the whole right side jumped outside. <laughs> <laughs> he just flinched a calf muscle and, and the whole right side And here's outside. another thing I noticed what they're doing. Uh, keep an eye on what they're doing with Leighton Vanderesh, especially in some nickel situations. When they feel confident on a linebacker taking over that middle, if they're only in one linebacker, mm-hmm. they've lined him up as a defensive end, and he's rushing. Love it. He's not blitzing. He's rushing. And I asked him about it, and he didn't want to talk about it. And then he turned around and smiled. He goes, just watch. You see it just like that. Right? Well, and that also it tells you what, how they feel about the other linebackers, like the right. Clark. Right. You know That D- D- Clark can handle it in the middle, or they're kind of starting to use Cox a little bit Man. more in there. He uh, can run. And he is so athletic. He can flat Boy, out Boy, if they run. keep him healthy, and you can use, you know, I mean, they've got linebackers that are versatile, can do other things. I saw him hit a hole. He hit it too yes, soon. Yes. He and he still fell back. I, I'm, I'm telling you. And a lot, on my show, they laugh at me because I'm always Mr. Optimistic. But I'm telling you, fellas, if we fix this offensive line and we have minor injuries, our defense, man, it is it is ready. I, from the, I, I see no weak points. People keep talking about the linebacker. The line, no, there's no weak points. Uh, because coach, I talked to Coach Quinn yesterday. He has a plan for everybody. All you need is for the players to stay motivated and play within the scheme that is designed for him. Well, ju- and just remember, 
if if they have a problem at linebacker, Micah Parsons can still play linebacker, right? Yes. You can still use him there no, as he a can't. pass rusher. I don't got, agree. He's got to be on the line of scrimmage. No, nah, he's got to be on the line of scrimmage <laughs> for everything to work. It's like Lawrence Taylor. I'm saying they would yeah. move. I remember playing against the Giants. They would move Lawrence everywhere on the line because it made everybody else play free. But if you lock him into a certain spot, and I, I don't want him ever at linebacker because no, if he's he got a linebacker, but he got to move him around more. But he got to fight through something. Well, he could get double yeah. team on the line. He, he got to fight. Uh, I don't want him thinking. See, the first few years I didn't mind him thinking. Now, see ball, get ball, yeah, have no roar. responsibility. You have no responsibility. The other, the other ten guys. You have responsibilities. You know what? We have a responsibility. Uh-oh. Our responsibility is to be done with the show right now. Did Chris give you the high side? No, I just looked I at thought my it was watch. Oh. I thought it was Capo's roofing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they had us covered. And it's no longer Miller Lite time here. <laughs> wow, you've been you saying that Miller Lite a couple so, of times. You all right? <laughs> we'll be back on Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday. Thursday it is, and the break is coming up shortly. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!